The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Get ready for your spring sci-fi celebrations, including First Contact Day and May the 4th with Toink exclusives that are out of this world. Use code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off of your order. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you... Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the you sure about that. I, I'm pretty sure it, it's <laughs> we are the dashing duo. He is the anonymous Python to my Google Drive. <laughs> hey, I got it to work this time. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I wish I could say it wrote itself, but well, it kind of <laughs> did on the Google Drive. <laughs> um. It is Derek and myself, Mike, to quote Joey from Friends. How you doing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we've got a little Friends and a little uh, Matthew McConaughey. I'm not even sure what that was. <laughs> All right. All right. All, all right. right. <laughs> uh, check out the homepage. Yes, I'm aware it is a little behind. I'm working towards it. <laughs> but you can still go. Find the links to our affiliates, such as the new, I have the new link up for Toink. You can use the code WIN, like you heard in the tag before show, use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off. YouTube get some cool stuff like I picked up, like I got myself the Chewbacca Iki Tiki and the Tanta 4 playset. YouTube could get those same items for 15% off. Even if you buy both items on separate days, 15% off each time. Just use code WINGEEKS15. So, some cool stuff. I mean, I do use the code myself, so why not, you know? Indeed. So, and uh, this Tuesday, I'm actually going to be recording a video with Summer to highlight some of the stuff that's coming for Star Wars Day that they're going to be dropping on Star Wars Day. So that's going to be fun. I can say, I know what one of them is, but there are three new Geeky Tiki's coming out for Star Wars Day. I know what what one is, and I think I know what at least one other one is. You're just going to have to wait for the video. Oh, sure. 
So, but outside of the Mars attacks, Geeky Tiki, I think right now I'm I'm done with Geeky Tiki. So I got the one, I definitely got the ones that I want. <laughs> so I I am set until they come out with some new really good ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, with the Guardians line, I am still happy with um, with Drax. We you, you've seen we we have a Groot. Uh, I don't remember which Groot we have. I think it's Baby Groot. No, it's regular Groot. We have Drax and Groot. And, Gro- and the Groot looks cool. And I know there's a baby Groot where they where it, it's the Groot in the flower pot, but I don't think that's the one we have. Now I gotta look, see what's on their site. Um, but uh, I know there's one more that Zoe wants if they ever make it. And the rumors I'm hearing is they are going to make it because mm-hmm. it's one of the ones that's coming out for May fourth. Ah, we we have discussed it before on the show. That doesn't help. <laughs> I'll tell you after. We discussed a lot of things. Well, okay. we, we we talked about it back when we had Summer on the show, about a leaked photo of some upcoming geekies. If that still doesn't jog your memory, I'll tell you after show. I have a bad memory. Um, I will say, speaking of geeky tikis, uh, Dominic Pace finally got Gecko on a ge- he's on a geeky tiki. There's, there's a Mandal- oh, yeah? there's a Mandalorian scene uh, scenic geeky Mandalorian themed scenic geeky tiki that Gecko appears on, making that the first official piece of Gecko um, Star Wars merch. Nice. So I think that's pretty awesome. As I'm going through looking for the Groot Geeky Tiki, they have a Cardassian and Lieutenant Worf side by side, and they look almost identical. <laughs> the only thing slightly, the only thing that's different is the head sculpt, and it's just barely, just barely different. Um, and I forgot they had a bunch on here. There's my Drax, the Wampa. There's a Gremlin's Gizmo. Okay, there is Groot. Yeah, it's a full size Groot. It's the one we have. But I do know they make a. Uh, Groot in a where he, he's baby Groot and it's a smaller mug slightly smaller mug but we've got the full size one we, we have the adult Groot Guardians one but now it makes me oh there's a Peacekeeper ceramic mug geeky mug geeky tiki mug I'm almost afraid to see how you drink out of this one <laughs> this one may have because it's, it's wearing the helmet I think this one is you're gonna have to use a straw for sure probably there's a rat catcher oh lord Su- Suicide Squad <laughs> rat catcher Peacemaker King Shark yeah. Rat catcher's twenty ounce. Peacemaker's twelve ounce. King Shark's twenty ounce. Hmm. Uh there's a Megatron ceramic mug. Uh, you have you have Optimus Prime, right? I do, yes. So you and then you also have the Chewy um Yes. Oh, they do have back in stock. The Mars Attack Martian Trooper. Oh, nah. Don't do this to me. As if I need that one. I do, but I, I do, I do, but I don't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, the torture. Uh, I I am happy with that. Uh, actually, Summer's going to try and help us get um, the owner, or, or not the owner, one of the big wigs from Geeky Tiki on the three shows. Oh, cool! So talk to the to people direct from Geeky Tiki. That'd be so awesome. And you know what'd be cool with our Geeky Tikis? You, you guys have the uh, Galaxy's Edge cookbook, right? Did you guys get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the the drink in there. Uh, it's the Bespin Fizz. There's one that I know we did that uses like blue sports drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be a perfect thing to add, drop into one of these. Mm, indeed. I, I would do that uh, since we do the non-alcoholic <laughs> ones here in this household um, because of, of Zoe. But it's, oh, that would be a cool, cool thing to do. Ever thought about that? Drop that in there. Yeah, I'll have to give it a try. So, Let me know how it is. <laughs> 
Oh, the we made it before. We did it for my fiftieth birthday. Oh, right. And it was really good. I really liked it. Um, but that would be a cool thing to throw into the uh, into the geeky tiki Star Wars drink into a geeky mm-hmm. tiki. Why not? I mean, one. Yeah, really. I mean, they they sell a couple mug or a couple souvenir cups at Ogus Cantina that almost look like they they could be geeky tikis. They're not, but they could be. Maybe they are. They're, maybe they're manufactured without without the geeky tiki logo on them. Who knows? But according to the website, geeky tiki's website for Guardians of the Galaxy, you got Groot, Baby Groot, Drax, Rocket, Star Lord, Gamora, and Yondu. And then there's a four pack of the smaller mugs. Which is Rocket, Starler, Gamora, and Groot. Uh, I'm okay with just Groot and Drax. To me, those look the best. They, they, they fit my person. I mean, they they fit the look that I like. See, I would I would want at least Rocket. Just shot over the link to you. I mean, don't get me wrong, Rocket's cool, but I I really dig. I, I I'm okay with what I have. <laughs> what are what we already have here at the house? So you should be able to see them now. Yep. Still want to know what's coming for Indiana Jones. Yeah. The, the Groot ones are a little weird because it's weird having the top of his head chopped off because that's where his branches, yeah, is, like his branch hair is. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Groot though, with Iki Tiki's originally being um, being wooden and him being a wood like creature, it, it it's almost a natural fit for him. Mm. But um, oh, what should I call it? Uh, hmm. They have a four pack, but it's just Groot, Gamora, Rocket, and Star Lord. Drax isn't in that one for some reason. No, and, and if you look, it's the smaller mugs. They're probably a twelve ounce mug. Yeah, I, I didn't click on it to yeah. see what it was. I think it's just a twelve ounce mug, which is cool too. I mean, for me, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, and apparently with Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, it's Harley Quinn, Peacemaker, King Shark, and Ratcatcher too. So, um, Star Wars ones. Looking at it, see how they did it. Because there, there's a smaller Chewy mug as well. Which if I if I went after that one, it would make that one a de- like a desktop mug. To hold pins in, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that'd be the only reason why I would get the smaller one. But I'm happy with my plastic tumbler because I'll take it to the parks and I'm happy with the, the ceramic. So uh, thank you to uh, the Twink for that. See, for me, I use I would use my plastic chewy one to drink out of any Optimus one is for display. So in other words, you're saying a blue Optimus plastic one would be another good one to get you then to, for you to drink out of. Sure. I have to remember that. You kind of have a birthday coming up, right? Oh, sorry. No, I had one. Yeah, sorry, Pastor. Where? Well, that's right. It gives me ideas for Christmas time. <laughs> so, um, but while we pause to talk about a pause in the DC world, nice. Did, did that? Did that work? Any? <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Okay. Um, apparently, a flush, which I don't don't have. Wait. You know, I actually forgot about that. Do I have my drop? No, I think I have my drop. No, I am. I need to get a new iPad anyway. And when I do, I'm going to turn the old one into soundboard to attach to my Mixcast. Since since I could go either Bluetooth or go direct in with the TRRS cable, since the Mix Minus isn't working for me. Since we use Skype to record, Mix Minus doesn't co- doesn't work right 
for me to run my my normal soundboard. So I will have to yeah. find a multi-page soundboard or something where I could dump all my sound files into the iPad and then just create, see if I could save the different shows under its own file and it automatically reloads. I have to figure something out. Right. But I'll, I'll use my iPad for the soundboard from now on. But a flush. Um, apparently Warner Brothers is scrambling after the wake of the first arrest of Ezra Miller. <laughs> back at the beginning of the month uh and of course now he was able to complete filming for fantastic beast the secrets of dumbledore but uh he may not have much of a future in the dceu or wizarding world anymore especially over the repeated violent behavior uh rolling stone reported that wb executives held an emergency meeting on march 30th to discuss the recent arrest at that point and the repeated problematic actions. Uh, according to their sources, the conscious the consciousness in the room was to hit pause on any future projects involving Miller, including possible appearances in the DC cinematic universe. Uh, the last minute meeting followed a pair of incidents while the actor was in Hawaii, which I'm going to pause this article briefly to go as of April 19th, Ezra Miller was arrested yet again in Hawaii. The original story is from that. I was reading paraphrasing from is from April 6th. And then this arrested again is April 19th. And supposedly was arrested early Tuesday morning on a Hawaiian on a Hawaii island. Um, he was arrested on charges of second degree assault, although it was unclear at this time at the time of the reporting what led to the charges. Um, but he was also involved in an incident earlier in Hawaii that led to disorderly conduct and harassment charges, as well as a temporary restraining order being filed against them uh, by against him by a couple on the island uh, after alleging that Miller burst into their bedroom window and threatened to burn them. Miller also reportedly stole several items from the couple, including Hayes' passport and wallet. And apparently um, the couple that he threatened there were uh, were just uh, a couple of people that offered to let him stay with them. Yeah. Like not even people he really knows. So I... Yeah, uh, the restraining order claims that the couple are continuing to suffer emotionally due to Miller's behavior and are worried that, that the actor's access to weapons is much easier and that they could potentially send associates to further harass them at a later date. Wow. Uh, this comes after Miller had already been arrested in Hawaii for disorderly conduct and harassment on Sunday, March 27th. So at this point in time, I don't think I need to pause that other story because we're recapping that other story in this one um <laughs> so on sunday march 27th at 11 30 p.m south hilo patrol officers responded to a report of disorderly of a disorderly patron at a bar on silva street reporting was hawaii 50 <laughs> um a statement uh, that was a statement from the police at the time during the course of their Investigation, police determined that the man later identified as Ezra Miller became agitated while patrons at the bar began singing karaoke. Miller began yelling obscenities and at one point grabbed the microphone from a 23 year old woman singing karaoke. 
disorderly conduct offense and later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts harassment offense. The bar owner asked Miller to calm down several times to no avail. Earlier this year, Miller's public behavior made headlines when he posted a cryptic video on social media in which they appeared to target a chapter of the Ku Klux Klan located in Boulaville, North Carolina. Uh, rumors has swirled that Warner Brothers held an emergency meeting, uh, although those have since been debunked. You know what? Maybe you shouldn't debunk them. Maybe you should hold this emergency meeting. And yeah. uh, let's just say Gina Carano was let go for a lot less. Mm. <laughs> So, Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm sorry to, to say it that way, but having gone, having followed some Gina Carano stuff, yes, some of her actions were wrong, but I still go back to the whole beep bop boop. She was bullied into, I mean, she was literally being bullied online to make a statement that she didn't want to make, and that's how she, she responded. You know, she came out and said, this is not, not a platform that I agree with, and I'm not partaking in. I'm not participating in. Let me be. And and the public wouldn't let her be. Yeah. So I mean, I don't hold that part against her. But no. But there are other things. But there were some other things that came about. Yeah. And as Pedro Pascal came out, it's like, look, if you're gonna do this to her because of of that, well, then maybe you need to be looked at about me because I was just as bad with with some comments. So it's very tricky these days. Yeah. It, it is very tricky. I mean, shoot, look at what I'm dealing with here in Florida with my company. Mm. So uh, on the way home, I was bouncing between listening to CNN and Fox News on the on Sirius XM. And I'm like, and then Fox News was going coming back from a break to talk about how Santis pushed a bill through the House, you know, through through the state legislature to have uh, the the district that was created for Disney abolished and and the reporter goes disney wanted to be their own country they gotta realize they're a they're a theme park i'm like uh no we're not trying to be our own country <laughs> we were being i mean we were being our own special district just like um you know there's a couple other places in the state that are the same way but it was done to take some relief off the counties that disney is tied to to take pressure off of them so they don't have to mess with it and, and cause issues to those counties. And now all this is going to throw all that now right back on those counties. And it's going to stretch them thinner than, than they already are mm. with resources and whatnot. So, and also, like, Disney is one of the biggest, um, like, earners for, for Florida, too, with tourism yeah. and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we, from the various reports I've been reading since all this has been going down, Disney was already paying more than its fair share in taxes to the state. Mm. To the, yeah. So, I mean, they were doing more than their fair share. Right. So, but, I mean, figured the Walt Disney World property is over 41, 44 square miles. That's what, almost half the size of uh, Rhode Island? <laughs> I mean, 44, 44 square miles. That's hard to believe. That's how much space we take up. It could be its own city. Yeah. It was initially supposed to be its own city. That was the whole Epcot. The original plans for Epcot was it was supposed to be the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. And that's what a Florida project was going to be because the codes are called the Epcot codes for development and everything else. So interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so your take on getting back to Ezra Miller, uh, your take on that. Well, you know, 
Uh, I am certainly not. I've certainly said it before. I'm not a fan of his version of The Flash and everything. And I'm definitely not a fan of his now. Not that I ever was. Um, but it it sounds to me... It sounds to me like, like he needs some help above all else. He needs some kind of yeah anger management or something or, or rehab. I don't know, but well here here's the here's the fun one. If he was to get help, go through rehab, go through whatever, and seek help, could he be his generation's Robert Downey Jr. and then actually become a decent actor? I mean, I I, I, love, I did like Maybe. Robert Downey Jr.'s work. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed Robert Downey Jr.'s early work, but I mean, he has definitely made more of himself yeah, right. since coming clean than, than when he was all strung out. Uh, I mean, you know, you never know, but I don't know. So I, all I know is if he doesn't change his ways, he's, you know, he's going to have a lot of problems going forward. And not just with with Warner Brothers or anything, you know. Right. Oh, I agree. And I've heard there's stories that he's also difficult to work with on set and all that good stuff, you know. Right. So it's it's I don't know, but it's funny because the other day I was talking to somebody who's not really who like watches Marvel and DC films, but isn't like a a huge geek like us. And he was like saying, you know, we were talking about different stuff and he brought up we, somehow we got to talking about Justice League and stuff. And he was like, oh, I, I like I like him as a Flash. I think he's pretty good. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, guess what? He just got arrested again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> again. Yeah. Unbelievable. So unbelievable. So, I mean, you know, there, there's the whole thing that people, you know, try to say sometimes about separating the artist from the art. But in this case, I mean. I don't know. It's a, it's a bridge too far. With some things you could. I think for the most part right now, you can't. You know, in his case, you can't. Right. So. And maybe in his case, you shouldn't. Yeah. So. All I can say is, man, what are you doing? <laughs> Just making it easier to say, nope, time to remove yeah. him as the Flash. Yeah. At this point in time, do Agreed. you do you since they're talking about uh, the the TV series is coming to a close at this point in time? Do you move Grant Gustin over into the movie into the DCEU? Um, well, there are a couple of thoughts on that. If if they are, I would love to see it. I like him as the Flash. Um, of course, they would have to stop the series because there's no way. <laughs> I don't think there's any way physically he could do both, but. Um, and then there's a question of if they bring in if they bring him in to play the Flash, do they ignore the show completely and just make it the movie Flash, or you know, right? Or how do they handle that? Um, I don't know because there there's uh, I think this upcoming season is going to be the last season. It's going to be a short season, sort of like what they did with uh, with Arrow, right? So if that's the case, then why not go ahead and make it a uh, bring him over to do the film? It could work, I think. So, and then that could tie the Arrowverse into the DCEU. Yeah. So, so yeah, that I think that's what what we could do there. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So, um, I definitely don't think it's something that can just blow over now. No, there, there's no way it could just blow over. <laughs> there, there's no way. 
mean, we're talking three incident, three incidents in roughly um, in, in roughly a month. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you what do you do? It's a tough one. So, um, but apparently there is a crow reboot that's going to happen with Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, I I heard a little about this. He's going to be playing the. He's going to be the crow. Very interesting. Yeah, I like it. So, uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, James O'Barr's supernatural comic series is getting a long-awaited new ad- adaptation. Uh, Rupert Sanders will direct with a script from Zach Island, and Skarsgård will play the character of the crow. Eric, Day- um, Eric Draven. Draven. Eric returns to the world of the living thanks to a crow, where he seeks out the vengeance against those who killed him and his fiance, or at least he did originally. Um, apparently British singer and dancer FKA Twigs will play Eric's fiance. I have no clue who this person is. Okay. I have no idea who that is. That's <laughs> why I'm now looking. Okay. She's attractive. It, it, it would work. Hmm. I, I think it could work. Um, but unlike previous iterations, the character will play a much bigger role and serve a co-lead in the film. What that means for her fate remains to be seen. Uh, but the supernatural thriller where crows bring people back to life, uh, the possibilities are endless. Um, believe it or not, fans entered the world, the dark brooding world of the crow more than 30 years ago when the comic debuted in 1989 <laughs> and the original film was in 1994. Wow. That's the film. That's the film that Brandon Lee, uh, died on yes. set mm-hmm. from, believe it or not, an improperly Sadly, loaded yes. prop gun. Mm-hmm. And yet we still have accents like that afterwards. Just most re- and, and very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a box office success, and more sequels with different actors in the starring role followed. A short-lived TV series came, The Crow, Stairway to Heaven, had a one-season run in 98. But since the last film's, but since the last film, uh, 2005's The Crow, Wicked Player, the franchise has had a series of false starts while, while it was in, uh, has been in development hell, so to speak. Unfortunately, the first one was the only good one, really. I don't think I really paid attention to the second one. And I tried watching the series and I just didn't get into it. Yeah, me either. I couldn't get into it. I don't know what I was expecting with the series, but it, it just didn't live up to what I was expecting. Yeah. But what, wasn't the show like a series of, of one-off episodes where each episode was a one-off? <sighs> I don't remember I don't story. I remember arc. now. I don't remember story arc. No, to look it up. Yeah. Um, uh, they were all, it was ongoing arc. 22 episodes was the first season. One and only season. 22 episodes. Wow. Yep. I don't even know if I watched the whole season. <laughs> uh, it was aired originally on the Sci-Fi channel. Not Sifi, but the Sci-Fi <laughs> channel. Um, in 98, or in 99, 2000. I just, yeah. Uh, main cast, Mark Dacascos as Eric Draven, Mark Gomes as Daryl Albright, Sabine Carcinti as Shelby Webster, Webster, Katie Stewart as Sarah Moore, reoccurring cast. I'm not going to give their names, but I'll, I'll just name the actors, not their characters. Linda Boyd, John Cuthbert, Christina Cox, John Piper Ferguson, John Tench, Julie Dreyfus, hmm. uh, Tatiana Corbin. Salinka Matthew, Ty Olson, um, Darcy Laurie, Kadeem Hardison. Oh, okay. From, uh, what was the sitcom? Famous sitcom. He, he was on. He wore the flip glasses. Spinoff of the oh, Cosby Show. Different world. Uh, different world. He played Skull Cowboy and Bobby Phillips. 
guest casts Mark Ralston, uh, Glenn Morshauer, John Hawks, Corey Feldman, and Anthony Michael Hall. Wow. So, yeah. Interesting. I mean, a somewhat decent cast. Yeah. Didn't help much, but. No. <laughs> I... I'd be curious to see how, how this turns out. Me too. I mean, hopefully it's done right. That's my concern. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about um what take they're gonna use. Yeah. If they're gonna go more like because the first movie with Brandon Lee was very um it had a certain style to it. Yeah. Which I loved. Well, and I wanna say that one was very close to um very very close to the uh the original comics as well. I think so. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've read the comic, too. <laughs> but that original film very much was like a f- an extremely good uh, origin story. Yes. Which I, I loved. I mean, if you want an example of how to do a an origin story, that's it. Right. Just point blank. That's it. That's an origin story. So uh, that's one that was done well. Now, this next thing, don't know if it's considered done well or not, but <laughs> Netflix is making makes major change to the TV app. <sighs> Do you think this is a reaction to them, to their stock dropping big time earlier this week? No. <laughs> so much so that Elon Musk has come out and make a comment. He's always got a comment about something. Yep. So, uh, so Netflix announced a big change to the TV app for the streaming service, one that personalized the experience further for users. Affirmed in a blog post on their official site, Netflix announced that they're rolling out a category hub in the TV menu that specifically includes users' favorite genres, but also new categories of film, series, and specials that may appeal to their interest. Interesting. Uh, isn't that something Hulu already does? I believe so. Uh, so we're finally saying, hey, Netflix, thanks for finally catching up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the service also notes that by adding these personalized categories, they're hoping users will save some time instead of scrolling through endless rows of content. They write, we're always looking to improve the member experience. We hope this new feature will make it easier for, for you to find your most beloved categories and explore new genres, uh, especially when you're craving some new adventure or fantasy or musicals or um, so starting today, as we're recording, um, you can find this hub in the left-hand menu, left-hand menu on both adult and kids profiles. There you will see your personalized top three categories, as well as a global popular, globally popular categories like anime, drama, and children and family when you're in the mood for something different and cultured uh, curated collections to celebrate local holidays like Earth Day or International Women's Day. Think of this hub as a more lively version of our old categories row. It's now tailored to your taste and makes finding what to watch much more simple and fun. I would have to go check this out okay. to see how this really plays and if it really and just how how tuned it is to to me. Right. But what do you what do you think about this? I almost said, what do you guys think about this? It's just yeah. I don't know. What do you think, guys? <laughs> well, uh, um. I mean, you know, it's not. I a think bad it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a bad thing, but it, you know, it's kind of like you know, whatever. That's nice. <laughs> I'm not like super excited about it or anything, but I'm sure I'll find use for it. Yeah, yeah. That's inter- it's, it's an intriguing thought. Mm, could be good. So, uh, continuing with Netflix. Apparently, uh, there's a game called Exploding Kittens. It's a card game. I've heard of it, but I've never played it. 
Uh, we have a variation of it um, from the same company, and I've been trying to get someone from their from the company on the show, but I haven't heard back. Um, but they have other games like Throw Throw Avocado, <laughs> which they play. Uh, my daughter and her friend plays. Her friends play. Uh, there's Exploding Kittens, the Not Safe for Work edition, the Party edition, Exploding Minions, which we have, <laughs> Recipes for Disaster, and Exploding Kittens two-player version. And then the expansions are Barking Kittens, Imploding Kittens, Streaking Kittens. Um, other games they have is Poetry for Neanderthals, and the expansion for it, Throw Throw Burrito. Throw Throw Avocado, Throw Throw Burrito Extreme, Happy Salmon, A Little Warty, Game of Cat and Mouth, Taco Cat Spelled Backwards, Bears vs. Babies, um, and now they are entering wow. the digital world with Netflix um, for a mobile game because Exploding Kittens is coming to Netflix as an animated series. Really? I may have to watch this. <laughs> I know Zoe will watch it when she hears about it. Uh, but next month, Exploding Kittens, the game, will be an exclusive mobile version in which players draw cards and avoid aiming to avoid the Exploding Kitten. Plus, fans could get excited for two exclusive cards. Radar, which reveals to players the position of the Exploding Kitten closest to the top deck. And Flip Flop, which reverses the order of the cards in the deck. Future cards and game mechanics will be themed around the animated series. With both single and multiplayer options, the game will be available to Netflix members without additional fees or in-app purchases. Okay, got my attention there. Yeah. So being a member of Netflix, uh, get this, with, won't have to pay any additional fees or have to pay for in-app purchases? Uh, Yeah, I will play this game. Bring it on. Yeah, really. That's a good thing. Uh, coming next year, the adult orient or the adult animated comedy series Exploding Kittens will star Tom Ellis, Abraham Lim, Lucy Liu, Ali McKee, Mark Crokes, Shashir Zamata. Uh, and the series comes from showrunner Shane Kozakowski and Matthew Inman. Executive producers Mike Judge, Greg Daniels, and Dustin Davis of Bandera Entertainment. Uh, executive executive producers Peter Chernin and Jeno Topping from Chernin Entertainment Group and executive producers and creators of the Exploding Kittens franchise, uh, Elon Lee and the Oatmeal's Inman. This sounds cool. <laughs> I'm excited. Now, I want, now I want to, interesting. I, I want to say we may have Exploding Kittens as well. I'm not sure. I would have to ask Zoe. She's in the other room right now. Hopefully sleeping. <laughs> so... Um, you may have to help me with this one. Spelljammer is OTW and other highlights from today's D&D Direct live stream, which was yesterday, uh, April 21st. What is OTW? On the way? That be? Should be, yes. Okay. Yeah. So on the 21st, Dungeon Masters and Adventurers congregated in the halls of the Virtual Castle for Wizard, Wizards of the Coast's first ever D&D Direct. The online mm-hmm. event illuminated some of the awesome Dungeons & Dragons launches taking place this year from new adventure books to board games to a feature film. Uh, from the yes. tabletop to the big screen, the D&D universe is ever-expanding, and we got it all. And uh, Pop Insider has it all covered. Spelljammer, Adventures in Space. Is that what the original, um, the original from TSR was? Their space one. Was it called uh, Spelljammer? Yes, if I remember correctly. So look, no, it was not. It was called Star Frontiers. Oh, yeah. 
The original TSR stuff was uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, which then also put out Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. It was like two different universes. Uh, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Marvel Superheroes, Marvel Superheroes, Adventure Game. Well, that was Sega. Um, Star Frontiers, Top Secret, and Top Secret SI. Gangbusters, Gamma World. Uh, Not Hulk related. No. <laughs> Um, Crime Fighters, Boot Hill, Buck Rogers, uh, Bullwinkle and Rocky role-playing party game in the Conan role-playing game. Sad part is I remember quite a few of those. I remember <laughs> Indiana Jones. I remember Marvel. remember Star Frontiers. Gamma World, sort of. Uh, I remember Top Secret. I remember Boot Hill. I think it did survive to when I started playing in the mid-80s. Crime Fighters, I don't remember. That was 81. I vaguely remember the Buck Rogers came out right as I was dropping out the role playing game. <laughs> so, uh, but Star Jammer is coming and is going to be the new uh, campaign ever to arrive in a slipcase. Um, but is the new um, new take into uh, sci fi world? I guess um, the strategy translates to three different books, each centered around a different facet of the game. The Astral Adventures Guide provides everything a DM needs to conduct a nautical space campaign, including six new playable race options, the Astral Elves, Auto Gnomes, Adozi Plasmoids, Three Queen, and Griffs. Boo's Astral Menagerie is the basically monster's guide. And the third mm-hmm. volume, The Light of Zarsis, is the adventure book featuring 12 nine, uh, nail-biting episodes across the Celestial Spear and Astral Sea. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, next up is Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel. It's a new D&D anthology that travels through the Radiant Citadel, a magic city of lands rich with excitement and danger. This collection of 13 adventures spans across 15 locations and introduces 11 new monsters. Wow, nice. Uh, set to release on June 21st. Hmm. Cool. Uh, Dragonlance adventure book and battle game is coming uh there is a dragons of Stormwreck isle is a new starter set mm. uh though designed for novice players there's plenty for established fans to get excited about as well uh it will be sold exclusively at target starting august 1st and then globally in mm. october uh then there's uh the feature film dungeon dragons Honor Among thing Among Thieves, uh, which first came to light in 2013, um, it had a 30-second teaser revealing the film's title. Uh, though not much else about the movie was unveiled, we do know that Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Reggie Jean Page, Justice Peace, Sophia Lillis, Chloe Coleman, and Hugh Grant will be guiding us on our cinematic journey through the Forgotten Realms. It's supposed to hit theaters March 3rd, 2023. Yes, and I'm very curious about it. I didn't mind the first one. I didn't like it. But I, I calling it Dungeons & Dragons, it fell flat. Yeah. <laughs> if it had a different name besides Dungeons & Dragons, I would have accepted the movie better. But I had the expectation. Perhaps. But I had higher expectations since it was called Dungeons and Dragons and was using the Dungeons and Dragons fonts. Indeed. I then, like, okay, I'm expecting better things. <clears throat> and not getting them. Yeah. So, yes, like you, I was disappointed overall with it being a Dungeons and Dragons IP, but overlooking the title, it wasn't that bad. It's just because it was associated with the franchise that made it worse. Yeah, I didn't 
Dungeons and Dragons or not. I just, I didn't care for it. Respect that. How do you feel about flowers? Flowers are nice. What about flowers that you can't kill or you don't even have to take care Those of? Those are better. You just don't That's even good. have to take care now of you're them. Talking. Now you're talking. Well, the Lego Botanical Collection, which started last year, um, has got some new additions to it. Uh, first, there is the Lego Orchid that recre- recreates the blooming of the flowering namesake. The set includes six large pink and white flowers and two newly blossomed buds. A pre-built blue Lego fluted vase provides a home for this floral arrangement and its roots. Builders can take it apart and rebuild the flowers to customize them to fit any decorative space. The stems, roots, and leaves also rotate so you could design the perfect floral pose. And I might have piqued Melissa's interest, but she likes orchids. Mm-hmm. You gotta admit, these look pretty nice. Yeah, very impressive. Uh, the second one, which I think looks kind of really cool too, are the Lego succulents. And it brings together a variety of nine succulents. This pop insider, <laughs> not me, uh, in their own containers. <laughs> All with different shapes, textures, and colors. Builders can construct each plant individually and dis- and display them separately or connect them in an artistic arrangement and rearrange them for a decorative display. The set also includes three separate instruction booklets so family and friends can get in on the building action as well. Uh, each one, uh, each set's $49.99 each, and they will ex- are expected to ship on May 1st. So perfect for Mother's Day. Nice. So hold on a second. So um, next story for Pop Insider. I think I'll let you cover. Uh, oh, you Is mean it? the uh, because I'm the uh, Transformers fan? Yep. <laughs> well, good old Hasbro Pulse. Um, you know, they have their uh, fan announcements every week. And uh, there's been some interesting ones this week. For myself and my fellow Transformers fans. They had some good Marvel ones, too, earlier. Yes, they did, yes. So, so they reviewed, they reviewed, revealed, excuse me, (laughs) a new uh, trailer and roller set for Optimus Prime from Rotisan Robotics. It is, like like the previous um, Optimus himself, this is an auto-converting programmable robot that goes with the like i said with the optimus prime it's his trailer and uh it's molded after the original g1 design and it's three feet long holy moly wow and of course uh it's going to be available for pre-order starting oh it already is available for (laughs) pre-order For a mere $749.99. Yeah. Yikes. But and there is only, of course, a limited number as well. Uh, and you can get, I'm looking on their site, it's a limit, five per customer. So no, there, <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> get that sixth one. Ah, uh, there goes my, well, forget <laughs> it then. What's the point? <laughs> so this is going to be, <laughs> this is the, the Optimus Prime and the trailer. This is just the trailer. The Optimus okay. Prime went on sale last year, and I don't know if you've seen the videos of it, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, he transforms automatically and stuff. Uh, I wish I could get that, but because I'm looking, I have a new Holy Grail. Because <laughs> I'm looking on Hasbro's site, and they just show Optimus for this. We uh, go because mm. I can't believe the trailer would also be seven hundred bucks. It is. Mm-hmm. Wow. So for. Yeah. 
1600 bucks, you could get the trailer and Optimus. <laughs> that automatically transform. <laughs> yeah, I guess no. I'll just have to stick to doing it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Transforming by hand. <laughs> oh, get that thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Curious to see if there's... Um, uh, but wait, there's more. Another cool reveal uh, was a new selection of Transformers Generation Legacy Collection figures, including Commander Decepticon Motormaster, who is um, Motormaster is the leader of the Stunticons. And uh, I don't, it looks pretty cool. I don't think he combines with any other Stunticons, though. To form Menasaur. Um, then we also get Prime Universe Knockout, Predacon, a Tarantulas, Alita One, and a Voyager G2 Universe G Haxis. Oh, cool. Decepticon Wild Ride and Leader Blitzwing. And they are currently on sale. Oh, they're available for pre order now. Oh, cool. And uh, most of the legacy figure figures run around 25 bucks. So the G G G Haxis. I'm probably saying that wrong. Is $33.99 and MicroMaster is 90 bucks. Oh. And then they also announced um, some new a new figure from the Shattered Glass line, which is um, kind of like an alternate reality line of Transformers. And in this one, basically the in this one the they kind of switch roles. So the bad guys are the good guys, and the good guys are the bad guys. So this time we have um, Shattered Glass Leader Ultra Magnus, who is about who is retailing for sixty two ninety nine. He's seven inches tall and transforms into a truck and an armored truck and of course a robot. Um, and the trailer also becomes the armor for the figure. So I'm gonna ask. Mm-hmm. We know how things are with Star Wars, G.I. Joe, in the uh, collector's world, finding stuff in the stores. How mm-hmm. How is it with Transformers? That, uh, well, in in my area, at least, it's kind of weird. Like, they'll, they'll, sometimes it'll be, you know, like the, the rack, the, sh- the shelves and stuff will be kind of desolate and there won't be anything. And then... You know, they'll get a shipment or something and have it for a little while, and then it's back to nothing for a while. And so it's kind of up and down. Okay. But I don't, with Transformers, there's a couple of different lines. So depending on what you're like, there's the movie line and, and all this. So depending on what you're looking for, some some of it is easier to get than others. Okay. All right. But I haven't seen, I haven't seemed to have had problems getting the figures I want. Like I had, like, you, you know, like you find with Star Wars and stuff, G.I. Joe. See, I haven't really looked at Transformers to see. But I know for me, uh, if I'm going to get, me personally, I'm going to get like um, Shockwave. Or not Shockwave, Soundwave. Um, of course. Which one is the boombox? Blaster. Blaster, okay. He's like red, right? Yes, red yeah. and gray. Yep. Anything that would come with the cassettes. And of course, the various cassettes. That would be what I'm interested in. Right. Mm. And that, that's because it, it would tie to me being an audio engineer. And that's that's something I, I have I have an interest. And, and those were the ones I kind of liked anyway. Right. Because it, it was something that, oh, I can have a transformer in my dorm room and it doesn't look, and it looks like it could be an actual cassette play or mini, <laughs> you know, a mini cassette. No one would know. I still have I my think. original blaster. 
hold on and to. And they also just released a new Blaster too. Did they? Mm-hmm. Let's check that out. So um, then uh, I think that was our last story, wasn't it? It was. Indeed. Final thoughts? Um. Well, like I said, I hope Ezra Miller gets some kind of help or something. Yeah. No, no matter how we feel about him as an actor, this is something that you know we don't want to see people go through. No, yeah, certainly not. Something like this. Right. If he goes out of his way and seeks help, okay, you're going to get a little bit more respect from me. You don't seek help? Yes. Forget it. Care less about you. I'll be saddened if something drastic happens, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shed that big of a tear. <laughs> right. So so now listen, to people, and get the help. So it's the best thing we can say. Get some help. Yep. Well, on that note, I have nothing else. So hopefully, we didn't ask, leave you asking. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.